Hey friend, I'm Michael McCurry. This is Bible Tract Echoes and thank you for joining me once again. We're going to dive into the book of Mark chapter 4. This is our first foray into this chapter as we've been working through the book of Mark the past few weeks. Thank you for sticking with me thus far. Before we dive in though, let me tell you about a gospel tract. I've got one in my hands right now called It's Free. This may be one of the simplest gospel tracts, but salvation is simple, so that's okay. This gospel tract has, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, about thirteen gospel verses, verses about the gospel from God's holy word inside of it. It's beyond that. There's just a few remarks, a few things to connect those verses together. And I'd ask you to consider getting some of this gospel tract. It's brightly colored, has a, a, a kind of a plain white front cover with a lot of color, though, where it says it's free. And this gospel tract, along with all of our other gospel tracts, are free on BibleTracksInc.org. That's our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I'd ask you, if you would, to go there today. Order some of this. If you're unfamiliar with our ministry, maybe start with getting our sample booklet. We send those out for free by the hundreds every month. I'd love to send you one. It'll tell you just a little bit more about our ministry. Get this one called It's Free Today. And then, more importantly, use these gospel tracks. Maybe maybe for those of you that are more extroverted, uh, when you go through the uh, checkout line at Walmart, you can say, hey, are my groceries free? And when they say uh, no, you can slide this across them and say, well, here's some information about something that is free, talking about salvation. You think of some other ways to use these gospel tracks. Tell me all about them, all right? We're in the book of Mark, chapter number four. We're going to do something uh, just a little bit out of the ordinary. I normally, when we're diving into some application, I don't necessarily read dozens of scripture verses. Now, today, we're going to read, actually, dozens of scripture verses for a specific reason. Next week on the program, we're going to really crack the cover on Mark chapter 4, but today I wanted to give us some context. I'd like to, I think this is so important, we're going to read Mark chapter 4 together. If you have a Bible, feel free to, to follow along. But we're going to read verses 1 through 34 today on the program. You say, ah, oh, and please get this. If you think, oh, that's a lot of Bible reading, can I tell you that's not a great attitude to have? So let's slap that down a little bit ourselves right now, okay? There should be nothing we prefer more. I hope you enjoy hearing from the Bible more than you enjoy hearing from me. Kind of tells me your tastes aren't very good if you enjoy hearing me more than Scripture, right? But what we're going to do is we're going to set the table for next week. We're going to read all the way through here. We're going to make just a few remarks maybe as we go through and then to conclude. But I'm going to ask you to listen as I read aloud and share with you Mark chapter number 4. Verses 1 through 34. Tune your ears. I know many of you listen on a regular basis. Some of you, you listen right when you wake up. Some listen on their way to work. Others, you listen maybe over your lunch hour to the podcast version or on different radio stations. Some of you are watching the video version right now. Don't tune out. Just because I'm reading a lot of scripture doesn't mean we should just flip off our attention. I'm going to ask you to have open ears and a soft heart. 
to what God has for us. Maybe, just maybe, you'll learn more from me reading the scripture than me teaching the scripture. That wouldn't offend me in the least. This book is so very rich. Mark 4, verse number 1, the Bible says this, And he began again to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables, and said unto them in his doctrine, Hearken, behold, there went out a sower to sow. And it came to pass, as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no fruit. And other fell on good ground, and did yield fruit that sprang up and increased, and brought forth some thirty, and some sixty, and some an hundred. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him, the parable. And he said unto them, Unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but unto them that are without, all these things are done in parables, that seeing they may see and not perceive, and hearing they may hear and not understand, lest at any time they should be converted and their sins should be forgiven them. And he said unto them, Know ye not this parable? And how then will ye know all parables? The sower soweth the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. And these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground, who, when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness and have no root in themselves, and so endure but for a time afterward, when affliction or persecution ariseth for the word's sake, immediately they are offended. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lusts of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. And these are they which are sown on good ground, such as hear the word, and receive it, and bring forth fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. And he said unto them, Is a candle brought to be put under a bushel, or under a bed, and not to be set on a candlestick? For there is nothing hid, which shall not be manifested, neither was anything kept secret, but that it should come abroad. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And he said unto them, Take heed what ye hear. With what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you. And unto you that hear shall more be given. For he that hath to him shall be given. And he that hath not from him shall be taken even that which he hath. And he said, So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground. 
and should sleep, and rise night and day, and the seed should spring and grow up, he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the ear. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth in the sickle, because the harvest is come. And he said, Whereunto shall we liken the kingdom of God, or with what comparison shall we compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which, when it is sown in the earth, is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it is sown, it groweth up, and becometh greater than all herbs, and shooteth out great branches, so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. And with many such parables spake he the word unto them, as they were able to hear it. But without a parable spake he not unto them. And when they were alone, he expanded all things to his disciples. We're going to double back on two verses that you may have realized that I put a little special emphasis on. Verse number nine. And he said unto them, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. In verse 23, if any man have ears to hear, let him hear. I've often thought and I've been reminded by wise students of God's word that when God says something once, that should be enough for us to pay attention. But when God says something twice or more, we should really perk our ears up. Well, without pun intended, Let's have ears to hear. We should be very careful. My challenge to you, my application, my thought today is this. I want to ask you as we continue in these parables. Next week, we're going to dive into this parable of the sower specifically. And then we're going to get to the, the candle under a bushel or under a bed. And then we're going to get to the parable of the grain of a mustard seed. But throughout, I'd ask you to have ears to hear. It's likely, those of you that listen on the radio, there are many phenomenal teachers of God's Word. Many, all of which I would probably hazard a guess, are better teachers than I. Could I encourage you to have ears to hear what they say to you throughout the remainder of this day? Could I also caution you, especially those that are listening by way of YouTube or podcast platform, to be careful of what and who you allow to tickle your ears. We know that there will arise teachers having itching ears. They want someone to come tell them, oh, you did such a great job. Friend, if I tried to live my life based off the compliments of other people, I wouldn't make it very far. And if I try to live my life always seeking to only avoid criticism, again, I wouldn't make it very far. My, uh, my hope and prayer, my goal, my aim is to never be one of those teachers having itching ears, needing a, a pat on the back or someone to scratch my neck and say, oh, you did such a good job. No. But I hope you, as a listener, don't have itching ears. I hope, meaning, what I hope is this, that you don't need someone to pump you up and give you a false sense of motivation and just tell you what a great Christian you are all the time. I'll be honest with you, we are dreadful sinners. We may be saved sinners, but we are dreadful sinners often. 
And sometimes there will be a man of God, it may not be me, but there will be a speaker, a preacher, a man that opens this book. And he's going to share some things that you need to have open ears for. I want to thank you for having ears to hear thus far today. I greatly appreciate your listenership. But I'm going to ask you, tune in next week on Bible Tract Echoes. There may be no parable that's better suited for this radio broadcast speaking about evangelism and being evangelistic in heart and mind than this parable. I'm excited to dive in in the coming days. As always, have a great day for His glory. I'm planning on talking to you very soon. I hope you're planning on listening with those ears very soon as well. God bless. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.